Folks, uh, it is, uh, I believe, overdue to uh, talk about uh, two people who have literally molested the mind of Pakistanis uh, over the last 70 years. Uh, one we like to talk about is Iqbal, which is <coughs> claimed to be the poet of the East. He was not Pakistani, he was Indian and died in 1938. Uh, he was blessed and sent by his parents to study overseas, London and then Germany. And he did a law degree and also a philosophy degree. Uh, while in G Germany, <coughs> I mean, he had been actually playboy all his life uh, when he was uh, uh, <coughs> in government college Lahore he used to bring uh, prostitutes from Hiramandi which is uh, very close to uh, government college and uh, one of the prostitutes was killed by him uh, that case uh, went on for a long time with uh, no conclusion and uh, that his room is still famous in Gomenkali Lahore as the room of Iqbal where prostitutes were uh, regular visitors. Now the, uh, the biographer of Iqbal who actually have put on uh, him on a high pedestal, they claim that he actually used to go to Hiramandui to <coughs> have some awareness of uh, culture and uh, the language of Urdu. Uh, while we know that there was no Urdu back then in Hiramandi and there was no <coughs> cultural shows or any cultural training, he got this idea from uh, from Lucknow where the Nawabs used to send their kids and to learn some civility and how to behave in a society to these uh, court Kotas, Kotas, they used to call it Tawaifka uh, Kota or, or Brothel House. Now, in those days, uh, or throughout the Muslim history, actually, there never has been a society without a brothel. The prostitutes had always been there and they were mainly used as a uh, spy agency. Uh, against the British, these prostitutes were used for spying on uh, on the society and uh, to get some information what the British plans are and things like that. So the Nawabs and the powerful people used to be regular visitor of these prostitutes and uh, have fun. So the claim that Iqbal was actually going to Hiramandi to learn some civility or some culture or some language is nothing but a bullshit. He had been playboy and he uh, had been very bad when it comes to the social uh, networking and social uh, uh, cultural issues. Uh, he got married and then he saw his wife and then ran away the second night. Then he had three more wives and his behavior was never normal. He was kind of uh, psychic and <clears throat> uh, his son is uh, an attestation to it. 
uh, which when he said he used to have a lot of complaints with him and <clears throat> when in Europe uh, he had many girlfriends uh, in London and in Pakistan he had uh, many uh, pen ball girls uh, Atiya Fezi is one famous and he was in love with her so he was like kind of dil pack any beautiful woman he see yeah he would like to have sex with him with her so after many marriages after many affairs ultimately <clears throat> as usual this is because what happens to the corrupt people they turn towards islam and then he became the advocate of islam because what islam does that it tells you okay you can do whatever and then you just uh, say sorry and uh, Uh, pay some uh, money to mosque and mullahs and then all your sins will be uh, gone away so he turned instead of uh, working hard and uh, making a name in uh, uh, in legal fraternity or in uh, educational fraternity he turned towards islam and then he became Uh, start working on Islam and then his most of the poetry is praising about those seventh century and later Arab barbarians and <clears throat> he made those barbarians as idol as some but something they, every Muslim should look into and that is where he went wrong he forgot the great Indian civilization he forgot the culture he came from and he forgot that the pakistanis or indians have no relationship with arab culture neither language uh, nor dresses nor the ideology but he being a depressed muslim he thought that if he help propagate islam the god is going to uh, forgive him of all his sins and stupidities so doing that um, he play a small part in politics and uh, in one of the session in 1930 of muslim league he was one of the president and then he uh, submitted <coughs> uh, a small brief note saying that uh, <coughs> the muslim majority states should be independent should have uh, the power within the indian constitution and when he played politics and he was the president of muslim league he only had one seat in punjab was never a noticeable person in politics and after wasting his time in life uh, on this uh, islam and protection of islam and there was a institution called anjuman hayat al islam or anjuman protection of islam he became the president <coughs> those that institution started by islamist in punjab <coughs> was also had a candidate named modudi uh, they wanted modudi to be part of that organization but modudi wanted to control it and lead it which was not allowed by ubal and thereby we had a conflict of interest between these two people uh, that actually uh, uh, hurt modudi and then he decided after pakistan to come to the land to the city of iqbal and molest 
the mentally the rest of the Punjabi kids. What Moses did, we will talk about later. So, when the uh, resolution of Pakistan was uh, uh, announced in 1940 in Lahore, uh, Iqbal was dead in 1948 and was buried uh, close to uh, the the mosque, Bashahi Masjid. <coughs> and he had no influence on Muslim League politics or anything. When this uh, declaration was being read, Iqbal's tomb can be seen from the place where this uh, declaration, Lahore uh, resolution was <coughs> announced. And uh, the people from Indian Muslims and from other uh, provinces uh, came there and decided that we need an independent Pakistan, not states under the Indian constitution. This was a totally unique idea. And when uh, this idea was floated after 1935 election, uh, Iqbal is, is known to have said that he is against it. He wrote a letter to his teacher saying that I am against the independent Pakistan. But anyway, he was really uh, not a noticeable politician at that time. So what he wrote to his uh, teacher was really not so important. The, the leading leaders of Pakistan Muslim League, they came to Lahore and declared their intention to create an independent country outside from Indian constitution a totally independent, not a federation, which Iqbal proposed. And when this declaration was been read, Iqbal's tomb can be seen from the dais. It was just a walking distance from there. And there's nobody, not even one person, ever mentioned that this declaration is the result of Iqbal's dream about Pakistan. This idea of Iqbal dreamed about Pakistan is an absolute bullshit. And his son is known to have said, Koi mujhe batai ke ye khwab mere baab ne kab dekha tha. But I will come up later why he was actually propped up and made the national leader of Pakistan. As generally happens with Muslims when they live a playboy life, then after uh, they get a little bit older, they turn towards Islam and they want their sins to be forgiven. Same like we have today's uh, Prime Minister Imran Khan, who has now turned into a half mullah and advising women how to dress. This is the tragedy in Muslim culture. When you want to have fun in your youth, when you become older, instead of supporting their youths, you start putting restrictions on the youth and say, oh no, I was wrong. No, you must go to the 7th century culture and you must forgive and pray and all that bullshit. The societies don't grow like that. The, the need of an independent young woman should be decided by young people. They should be invited and asked what they want to do. 
not what this old dariel want to do or all old all these dariels all this big dari looking for jokers they are actually had been the biggest sinner according to their own definition they molest kids even when they are old as we have seen in one of the recent video and many video where these mullahs or mullah like people they will hurt the young of the country little babies little boys so they have really no moral authority to tell pakistani youths or any muslim youth how they should live their life because freedom is the key to progress there are laws in the country which should be respected and no one should hurt anybody but telling them how to dress how to eat how to wash your uh, asshole is an absolute bullshit this is an arab culture which has never worked throughout 1500 years and it will never work today because it is nothing but an absolute totalitarian and authoritarian theocratic idea societies don't grow with these stupidities so coming back to iqbal when pakistan was created it was a kind of you know secular and there was no mention of iqbal anywhere and uh, all that thing was going okay but then when we saw the punjabis taking control of pakistan they thought of finding a national leader who is a punjabi so they took up iqbal and they took up choudhry rahmat ali i mean another idiot who was for unimaginable ideas about muslims of india so they said oh he put the name pakistan absolute bullshit he did not put the name pakistan pakistan was a, a normal name for a country created for muslims the idea of rahmat ali was absolutely unpractical he was studying in england and he wanted uh, india to be divided in three and four countries east of the uh, india uh, west of the india he wanted to call it uh, pakistan right right of the india he wanted to call it some kind of like bangalistan and then another pakistan from in hyderabad state and then the hindus were supposed to be left only with one third of india i mean that stupid guy how could you call him a national leader of pakistan when he used to excuse <coughs> me curse muslim league he used to abuse qaid azam and he used to call them the agent of british i mean how could you rewrite a history so stupid that two people who are not even known in pakistan struggle they become your national leader one become the thinker of pakistan and one become the poet of pakistan while he had nothing to do with pakistan he was an absolute asshole a stupid guy who praised the 7th century barbarians instead of appreciating the culture he come from instead of appreciating the the society he was educated his idea of democracy was an absolute farce
how could you have a democracy when you have islam and his idea that the islamic sharia and islamic laws are good for the nation was an absolute stupid idea he wrote a letter and he mentioned this to jinnah and jinnah just probably threw that letter away because jinnah was not in favor of islamic sharia or any law based on quran he said very clearly pakistan will be a democratic and secular country where minorities and the majority will have the same right ironically uh, when zaula came he put a ball on uh, even a bigger pedestal and the ball then became a national leader which he was not and on the national days his uh, uh, photo will be uh, in front of uh, qadiazam the father of the nation and then they even had this bastard chaudhry rahmatali who was totally against the pakistan and used to abuse qadiazam even when he came to pakistan in 1951 he was cursing pakistan qadiazam and calling him a british agent i mean how could you be so stupid that you bring these two people who have no contribution in the struggle or creation of the country and then you bring them make them national leaders just because they are punjabis because the punjabis had no uh, uh, leader in the muslim league struggle which could be mentioned they just brought these two and uh, put on the head of the country iqbal has been so stupid that every mullah loves iqbal because he praised the 7th century barbarians every socialist loves this iqbal because he said jis khet se dehqan ko meyassar na ho roti us khet ke khosh hai gandum ko jala do and then every islamist who thinks that iqbal was a great poet it is interesting to note that the recognized poets they don't even consider iqbal as a poet they only call him copycat because he borrowed all his philosophy of khudi and this and this from german poets there is not even a single idea which we can call of his own so he took the imperialist activities of arabs and then later afghans and iranians and then uh, other central asian brutal killers barbarian killers and made them the hero of uh, pakistan and this is what the gsq gang is doing that's why they are putting their missile in stolak and gori i mean if you uh, read what they did to india you will be ashamed these kings they came to india for money for women for power overpowered them through sword and then brought mullahs with them which became the uh, big sufi and khanka uh, dwellers there is no civil contribution to india in 700 years of muslim rule except qutub minar 
Tajmahal and Bashaimazid. Is that how the nations uh, waste 700 years? And only one person who was Akbar, who was secular, who knew a lot of good things. Only his, if you take out his 50 years of uh, rule, the Muslim rule in India is nothing but absolute rubbish. And the mullahs, they call Akbar a kafir. They call Qadiyazam a kafir. And they praise those barbarians. And this is all because the Iqbal, he called them mujahids and heroes of Islam. They were not. They came for the personal power. They established their empires. They only destroyed the country. They didn't do anything positive. So Iqbal's contribution to Pakistan and to Muslims in general is all negative and disastrous. You don't make this kind of confused person as your national poet or even leader. He wasted his life and then in the end of the life he was begging for stipends. He was begging from Nizam of Hyderabad to send him money to survive. Compare this with Jinnah who single-handedly created the largest country of Muslim world, who single-handedly made such a big name in his profession that even English used to appreciate him, made millions, lived like a king, struggled like a, like a real hero, created the country and donated his savings, the life saving to the schools and colleges of Pakistan instead of wasting, going to Hajj and then get abused. He knew what Pakistan should be, not Iqbal. In the next episode, we'll talk about Mududi, a bigger curse on Pakistan than Iqbal. God bless.